This is another episode of the Comedy Reject Podcast brought to you by Comedy Here Often. Yo, I'm not trying to put on the sexy voice for you guys right now. It's five o'clock in the morning. Do you know, do you remember back in the day when you used to have a project due and you just kept putting it off, putting it off, putting it off? And then now the project is like due and you haven't even fucking started. Guys, I am a great boss and a terrible employee and I fucking work for myself. Let me tell you guys what happened, man. So um, I don't know how many of you guys of the dedicated 40 or any of my new followers and fans uh who've been joining on since uh i joined comedy here often but yo a long time ago i would say not a long time ago but i would say like at least five or six months ago i started doing animation and i was learning it so that i could start to create my own cartoon series and um I was getting good at it. You know, I was posting videos. I was making things happen. And um, somebody hit me up and they were like, yo, we really like your cartoons. Um, In a few months, we will be doing some other stuff. We might want to incorporate that. I was like, oh, hell yeah, man. By the time that happens, I'll be so good. Blah, blah, blah. So my iPad screen broke. And I stopped using my iPad. Because uh, I can't afford to fix it right now. And I didn't want to do any more damage. So now I get the phone call again. And they're offering me some decent money to make a cartoon and do an inspirational speech. I accepted the gig. It is due on Saturday. Today it's 5 a.m. on Friday. And I haven't started at all. And now the app that I make my cartoons in has updated several times, several times. So much so that you have to take an entirely new, (laughs) an entirely new class sessions. So like they provide them like they this app is actually kind of cool. It's called Animation Pro on ipad and so they provide you the classes to teach you how to use this uh program and it's 555 pages long 555 fucking pages long and i have to have this cartoon handed in in 24 hours why, why do I do this to myself? Is anybody else out there in my, like, dedicated 40? Do y'all ever do that shit? Take on projects? Don't do them? And the longer you don't do them, the higher your anxiety builds to not do them. And then it's like, what are you going to do? Like, my deadline is tomorrow. I'm up. It's 5 a.m. I've been trying my best to watch these educational videos on how to use this fucking app. (laughs) And I can't do it. (laughs) 
I don't know what I'm going to do. People, I don't know what I'm going to do. This is like, this is, I'm laughing, but I'm scared because I'm like, this is a, a big competition that they're doing um, and it's online and I'm a co-host and I have to do an inspirational speech and I have to do a three minute cartoon. Now, I don't know if you guys know, but it used to take me four hours to make a 30 second cartoon. Now I got to make a three hour one and I don't even know how to use this app anymore. And the cartoon is due in 24 hours. And I don't know what to do because I didn't open this goddamn app until 2 o'clock in the morning. And I don't know what I'm going to do. <laughs> I don't know what to do. I'm a mess, people. I'm a mess. Like, uh, I'm going to try my best. But, I mean, we'll find out how it goes down, man. Like, I've just been having the worst i can't even call it the worst you know people understand something when you wish for something in this world make sure you know what you're wishing for because when it comes you may not be ready for that blessing uh when covid hit a lot of comedians were like man i would love to perform i can tell you guys right now i have been performing a lot now, there's Zoom shows, of course. There are the online shitty shows. They're not live shows. But I've been performing a lot. So much so that now it's getting overwhelming because everybody wants to book on the same day at the same time. And my stupid ass keeps forgetting that I am booked and saying yes. For the last three Saturdays in a fucking row, I have had double bookings where I have two shows going on at the same time and I'm like uh like pretty much playing double dutch with my laptop and my iPad where I'm like hey how's it going everybody welcome to the show all right see you guys in a minute pause go to the next show hey everybody how's it going welcome to the show and I've been doing that for the last 3 weeks and it's like it's not over this Saturday I have to hand in this cartoon and this speech to be a part of a show and teach a class and I'm doing another video podcast tomorrow and I gotta go to the death guys I don't know what's wrong with me <laughs> um this is gonna be one of those things where next week you will either help me tell an amazing story of how I overcame or you're gonna find out how much I fucked up my money either which way uh, it's going to be interesting. Now, here's the thing, though. Um, I believe I can do it. Like, as stressful as this is, as scary as this is, I can believe I could do it. And it brings on something that um, people were talking about, uh, which was manifestation. So, um, interesting enough, somebody gave me a book, uh, and I read it. I'm not a big reader, um, as you guys should know by now i do do audio books though like that's my thing like if you got an audio book i'll fuck with it but if you give me like a paperback book i'm gonna fall asleep in it and so this person gave me uh, uh the solid copy of think and grow rich 
and um, I I listened to it because I'm not gonna read it, and it was a very good listen, very very good. I uh, finished it twice actually, and in that book they were talking about manifesting, and uh, for those of you who who don't know the true understanding of manifestation, it's not just uh, sitting down and thinking about something and you write it down and then it magically happens. That's not what manifestation is. Manifestation is, I mean, well, the best way I could put it without having any definition in front of me, and I'm not an educated person. Um, I'm an intelligent, but I'm not educated. There's a difference. Um, manifestation is the obsession of a goal to the point where your daily actions reflect that goal. There, that's a really good sentence for that. Manifestation is the obsession of a goal to the point where your daily actions reflect that obsession. So now, that's what manifestation is. When you write it down, when you make your goals, you're programming your brain to constantly get up and work towards that goal, little by little, step by step until you make it there manifesting is not just thinking about something and i realize a lot of people don't understand what manifestation is and they think it's like this magic trick and it's stupid because there was a very funny comedian by the name of ryan davis and his podcast uh he put it on clubhouse if you don't know what clubhouse is it's a new app that's only on iphones and it's pretty much Twitter, but you're allowed to talk. I don't think it's going to be a long, a long-lasting app because it's total chaos. It's absolute chaos in there. It's just a bunch of people talking over each other. It's horrible. It's imagine having walking into a room with a conversation already starting, and you just being like, "Now let me add my point." That's pretty much what Clubhouse is. It's total chaos. There's no control. It's all over the place. I'm not a fan of it, but I'm not a fan of social media to begin with. But I tuned in because he's a funny comedian and I enjoy his uh, work. And so I wanted to listen, especially because the topic was manifestation is bullshit. So uh, I go in and I'm listening and he says, does anybody believe in manifestation? And a lot of their comments were, no, manifestation is bullshit. And, of course, their idea of manifestation was, man, manifestation doesn't exist. You can't tell me that you're going to think about something until it happens and then it's just going to magically happen. Uh, I'm going to write it down and it's just going to happen. And in my mind, I'm like, I don't think you guys really believe it. That's what manifestation is. I think you guys are trying to be funny. But you're comedians, you're trying to be entertaining, and giving the facts on manifestation isn't funny. And giving the half answer where it's like, yeah, you got to write it down, but then you have to act on it. They think, oh, you just write it down and it's magically going to happen? Okay, fine. Uh, well, why don't you uh, write down that you're going to get to be with Rihanna? I mean, that's not what manifestation is, but that's what they're pitching it as. So then they ask if anybody believes in it, and I said yes. So now here's the fun part. I said, yes. And they said, why? And I said, well, I can understand why you guys don't believe in manifestation because what you're saying is not manifestation. 
and they all got confused. They, what, 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 what? I go, yeah, it's not manifestation. Manifestation is not writing something down and then waiting for it to happen. Manifestation is becoming obsessed with that goal to the point that your everyday actions reflect that obsession. So that means if your goal is to become a doctor, that means that every day when you wake up, your goal that day is to take steps to becoming a doctor to the point where your life revolves around becoming a doctor. And that's manifestation. That's manifesting something. That's that's thinking about a goal and then working towards it. All right. And when I did that to them, the whole room went silent. And they were like, so you mean manifestation means like dedication, hard work, perseverance? I go, yeah. Those are all traits that you have to have when you are manifesting. And they're like, they didn't know what to say. They just went quiet. And then one guy in the room was like, hey, uh, can we just stick with what we thought manifestation was? And then everybody just jumped back in talking about how manifestation doesn't exist while using the completely incorrect definition of manifestation. And I was like, what the fuck is going on here? Like, they're literally like, I just told them what manifestation really is. And they're like, okay, but that's that's not what we believe it is, so we're going to just shit on it. And then they just continue to shit on it. And here's the thing that made me really laugh. They don't believe in manifestation, but they'll believe in God. You see how fucked up that is? This is where I say that we as human beings have a lot of damaged people. And understand what I say by this. You're going to believe in God, but you don't see him, feel him, hear him, nothing. But you won't believe in manifestation, which requires you to believe in yourself. How fucked up is that? You'll believe in someone you've never seen, heard, or felt but you won't believe in your own self. And uh, if you're listening to this, don't you ever, ever, ever stop believing in whatever your goal is. Manifestation does not mean I'm going to think about getting a man. Oh, I want, I want a date. What's that dude that everybody likes right now? Um, who gives a fuck? I'm going to go old school. Uh, I want to date Denzel Washington. You can't manifest and date Denzel Washington because if you become obsessed with trying to date him, you a fucking stalker. That ain't going to work. Manifestation works in real world uh, attributes. It doesn't have magical powers. Instead of getting Denzel Washington, you will find a man that will have the same attributes and qualities that Denzel has, but that person will also like you. That's manifestation. Manifestation doesn't give you what you want. It gives you what you need. And a lot of people didn't understand that. So they were using examples like Kyle Korver will never be as good as Michael Jordan. Kyle Korver, for that you guys don't know, he's a basketball player who looks like Ashton Kutcher. And uh, I'm like, well, you have to understand, we don't know what Kyle Korver's 
manifestation is. And they're like, he doesn't have the physical attributes to be Michael Jordan. And I go, yeah, but if the goal is to be as good as Michael Jordan, if he can't run as fast as Michael Jordan, then he should work. Then he would say, I'm going to try to pass better than him. I'm going to defend better than him. I'm going to block better than him. I'm going to rebound better than him until these skills that I can do are good enough that I can become a better player overall than Michael Jordan. That's what manifestation is. They were using it like, oh, you want to be better than Michael Jordan, so you got to be just to dunk as much as him. You got to do everything the same as him. I'm like, that doesn't. that's not how it works. Manifestation is like, to put it in short terms, if you couldn't get into your house, right? So say the front door of your house is locked, but there's... million inside your house, but your front door is locked. And I told you, if you can get in that house, you can have that 50 million. Now you watch me go in the house. I use the key. I lock the door. I'm in the house. You can't get in that same way. Are you just going to say, well, that's it. I can't get in the house because you're going to lock the door. No. You're going to break a window. You're going to check for a back door. You're going to do something to figure it out. When you manifest by writing the things down that your goals are and the steps that you're going to take, that becomes an obsession where that every single day you will try to figure it out. So you will figure out how to break that window, kick in that door, whatever it takes, you will figure it out. Right. That manifest you getting into that house. That is the power of manifestation. You have to become obsessed. You have to become desperate. You have to become to the point where you feel like your life. Only has one purpose and it's to get in that house. That's a short version. Manifestation is a long term version. You know what I'm saying? And they were like not having it. They just went back to saying what they were saying and and making fun of uh, everything, everything around them, son. Um, And so, you know, I just thought that was real interesting. If any of my um, dedicated 40 want to write in to the podcast, please do that. Um, um, The email, which um, I will say a shout out to uh, dedicated 40 listener Mia. Uh, she the writing, and um, actually that's something that I want to talk about too. Uh, ASMR. That's a new thing, yo. Dedicated forty. Do you know what that is? ASMR is this new trend. I don't know how new it is, but it's new to me. But it's this new trend where uh people uh make videos and recordings with like different kinds of sounds that people are attracted to or relaxed by, or even aroused by. For example, some people like to, I think it's this is this is the one that was like, ugh, I couldn't even, it was a video of a dude, and he was just eating spaghetti and slurping. And I don't know about y'all, but I can't even watch a motherfucker eat. Like, I hate when people, 
Like, I know it's a life thing that you need to do, but I hate when you do it. Like, don't do it around me. I fucking hate it. And I hate the noise. I hate people who chew with their mouth open. I hate, oh, it just the slurping. The no, I can't. I can't. I hated it. And then on top of that, it's like in a quiet room in a sound booth. So the sound is amplified to, I guess, you know, make it more exciting for them. And then they have other ones where it's weird to me. This is weird to me. I know some of you guys might be into it, but I'm like, this is not for me. Where they like whisper. Like, that's the thing to just whisper and tell a story. And they just tell a story as a whisper. And uh, that's what people like i don't know so there's like whispering eating fingers tapping on a table um you know all kinds of shit and i had no fucking clue about these things people and um one of my friends was like heard my voice so my voice uh everybody has morning voice you know talk about when you wake up in the morning your voice is so much deeper or it's hoarse, as they would say, whatever. Uh, my voice is, uh, this is not my morning voice. I've been awake the entire time. It's 5 a.m. because I've been burning the midnight oil. Um, and I got to hand this podcast in because it's going to be playing in a few hours in the morning for you guys. But anyways, um, in the morning, my voice is very deep and very uh, hoarse. And uh, my friend was suggesting to me to try it. And I don't know, man. I don't know. Half of me wants to try it. Half of me is like, y'all go jerk off to my voice, aren't you? Like, that's, that's, I don't know, man. I don't want to have a, I don't know if I want a hit album uh, and have a bunch of fans who are like, uh, can you uh, whisper in my ear and uh, get you $100? Actually, I don't know, man. That's just creepy to me. I just feel like you're going to murder me. I'm going to be found in a bag at the side of the road with no lips on my face. That's all I could think of. But apparently this ASMR is a big thing. And um, uh, I'm going to try to do a podcast where I just use my, my, my morning voice so that you guys could hear it. This is not my morning voice. This is just my regular voice talking at 5 a.m. Uh, and I was awake the entire day. So we'll see. I'll see how that turns out. But, um, yeah, ASMR. Write in and let me know if you are big on this ASMR or if you know about it or if you're into it. Why are you into it? That's what I want to know. And uh, let me know also about manifestation, how you feel about that. Or if I even, if you don't believe it or if you do believe it, just let me know. Let's talk about it, man. Anyways. What else is going on? I'll tell you what's going on. There's a lot going on. We are now officially, no, not officially, uh, in the next two days. I remember it as March 6th. On March 6th, 2020 was the day I remember the world shut down. That was I was watching the NBA game uh, when that French black basketball player coughed on everybody and wiped all the stuff and then laughed and walked out the room and then later found out he had COVID and the entire NBA league shut down. And they were like, this could be a shutdown for three weeks. Uh, We are now coming on the one year anniversary of that. And um, I mean, I have a lot of mixed feelings uh, about what's going on because I will say 
I definitely believe that the government um, has been using it as a way to manipulate, control, and do a lot of divisive things. For I don't think divisive is the right word, but divide us. And it the big light bulb that went off in my head where I realized that it's not really about people. They don't care about people. They care about money was when a comedian tweeted. Um, I was just on a plane with 300 people sitting elbow to elbow. Now, if you've ever been on a plane that was packed, you know what that's like. Fuck a six foot barrier. You're sharing an armrest. All right. So 300 people are on a plane and that's legal, but it's illegal to have 50 people in a place where they can hear some comedy. That's fucked up. How is it that public transit where everybody still same number of people take the bus, same member took the train, packed up in there, no social distancing, that's legal. But 25 people in a backyard, that's illegal. Like in Edmonton at one point, they were building tents outside of the bars, a fucking tent, an enclosure outside of the bar because we weren't allowed inside the bar. What's the fucking point of building a tent outside if we can't go inside, you're still inside. Like you're not out. It doesn't make any sense. So I, uh, I feel like, uh, it's, there's a lot going on, man. There's a lot more that's, that's, that's not being told. And I don't like it because right now restaurants are allowed to be open. Gyms are allowed to be open. Stand up comedy is still illegal. Like, what? Okay, what? How? And it's like, why is it a restaurant's allowed to be open and have, you know, fifty percent capacity or thirty percent capacity? Um, but I can't rent a venue and put a show on using the same guidelines as the restaurant. That's illegal. Like. It feels like big money, and I think it's big money that's paying off politicians and government, which is why I don't fuck with the government, because um, all big money companies stayed making money. All small businesses died, and small businesses um, are a casualty of war because uh, that nobody cares about, because big business will just say, good, you're gone you are taking up some of my revenue anyways. We go raise the price on everybody now. You know what I'm saying? I don't like it. I don't fuck with it. And, um, yeah, man, I just, to be honest, I'm tired. Um, I mean, it's not that I don't believe in the virus. It's just that I believe that the government has mismanaged this entire situation and has manipulated us as a people, as a society, for the benefits of themselves uh, and their pockets because the same government that told us to stay home, well, I don't know if you guys know, but in Alberta, well, in Edmonton, I know it was, um, 
every last one of these uh, members of parliament who are passing these laws and telling us to stay inside, they all went on vacation to like Mexico and Brazil, like all over. They were traveling the world with the tax dollars that we pay them while telling us you can't have a friend come over to your house. And they're sitting on a plane elbow to elbow with other people. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I'm not saying to go at the level that Texas, Tennessee, and Mississippi went at. If you don't know, Texas, Mississippi, and Tennessee, the entire states, those three states said, fuck it. We're done. We're done with all of this. And they have made zero mask policy, zero COVID procedures. It's 100% open. It's back to normal. It's just back to normal. They're like, fuck it, let's roll. And um, the president of the United States uh, called them Neanderthals. And uh, honestly, I wouldn't do it, but I'm interested to see what the fuck's going to happen. Because if this is an entire state, that's three entire states, right? There's more people in Texas than there is in Canada. So if the entire state of Texas is open, which means Texas, Mississippi, and Tennessee are going to be transient towns, meaning that people from all over America are going to be crossing through these towns or going to them because of their freedom. Uh, I'm really interested to see what happens in the next two months. Because honestly, if in two months there's not like fucking half of a dead population or zombies, I'm going to be like, fuck it, open everything back up. And you know, as fucked up as that may sound, because I lost a friend to COVID, he got COVID and died. Um, there's 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 got to be something that we're missing that that's not happening because it's like how in the fuck is it, would a state be completely open with no guidelines no rules and not have any major issues but we are on lockdown and still have major issues you feel me now like i said i wouldn't do it I wouldn't say go full, full nude and just be like, fuck it. We on we on back to regular life. Um, but I mean, if somebody has to, you know, test the poison apple, let it be them motherfuckers. Cause <laughs> them motherfuckers is crazy, yo. So uh, I, I'm going to wait and see. I'm going to wait and see. But if they don't have... Um, if they don't have any serious issues in the next two months, I swear to God, I'm going to have to, uh, I guarantee you a lot of people will be throwing their parties in Texas. So uh, we'll see. I'm interested. I'm very interested to see what happens with this crazy ass world. Like, are, is it going to be normal? Is it going to be fine? Is it going to be, is it going to be chaos? Is there going to be millions dead? What's going to happen? Like the United States is literally the world's biggest reality show. And I just can't wait to see what the fuck happened next. But 
until that happens, I have some really good news for y'all. Um, I am, uh, for those of you, uh, my dedicated 40 who don't, uh, follow me on social media, I've been having a really good 2021, yo. Um, I just was featured on, uh, television on the, uh, CTV comedy for, uh, stellar stand-up. So they played like my TV, uh, performance from the Just for Last Festival. And um, Just for Laughs then took the performance with the shows uh, with other comedians that were on that stellar stand-up show. And they made it a show on Crave. So if you have Crave and you're in Canada, you can log on, find stellar stand-ups, click on that, and you're going to see a big old dumb face. Uh, and it's yours truly. Now, this is a big deal for me. Uh, yes, did I get residual checks? Of course I did. But the point is, this is a big deal for me because uh, it happened in Black History Month. And it happened one month, literally to the day, one month to the day that I was supposed to record my first performance for Amazon Prime. How wild is that? Yeah, remember, it was supposed to be March 27th. I was supposed to be recording on Amazon Prime. And on February 27th, they featured me on Crave. So Craven Canada is the first time in my career that I am a streaming on a major network. So that was like, man, I was on TV. Now I'm on a streaming network. And I promise you guys, I can't say now, but I will tell you, there's a lot more coming. And I really think this is the year I'm going to pop. My dedicated 40, hang in there with me. I'm serious. I think this is the year for me, man. There's a lot of good going on. I'm trying to keep my spirit clean. I'm burning sage in the house. I'm trying to not let evil thoughts in my mind. A lot of good things are happening. And if your boy makes it, the dedicated 40 is coming with me. In the meantime, between time, stay safe. Stay out of Texas, and please come back next week. This has been another episode of the Comedy Reject Podcast. Later.